Welcome to Clean Up on Aisle Fun, the podcast about reviewing grocery stores that nobody asked for. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode. Uh, Good afternoon, good evening, good morning. Whenever it is that you're listening to this, I hope you are doing well. I'm doing all right. It is, uh, it's election day today when I'm recording this. Uh, so the, the results are just starting to come in and I'm, uh, taking a break from checking that to record this. So, uh, we'll, we'll see if, uh, if things are, are looking all right once, uh, once I'm done. But for now I have, I have this podcast in front of me that, uh, needs to be recorded. Uh, so today I went to the Whole Foods in Williamsburg. Now, this is a, this is a big one. This is a big store, and should I have saved it for a more momentous occasion, maybe like a really great guest? Possibly. I'm not against revisiting it and giving it another review, uh, because I'd say it's an interesting enough place that it would warrant that. But uh, the fact of the matter was is that I needed I needed I needed to go grocery shopping badly. And uh, this was on the way, and I'm like, you know what? I'll I'll take a bite out of this Whole Foods right now on my own. So that's that's what I did. Uh, I yeah, I needed to do some some not super heavy grocery shopping. There were some key items that I needed that I decided to get here. So this is uh, this Whole Foods is in Williamsburg. It's on Bedford Avenue, right off of uh, the Bedford L. If you're traveling by rail uh, until uh, until the L shuts. Oh, gosh, I wonder what's going to happen. For those who aren't aware, there's a train line on the subway that uh, come April of 2019, they're going to be uh, shutting down a portion of it for about, they say, 15 months. It's probably going to be more than that. Um, and this is, uh, the, the L train runs through Brooklyn into Manhattan, uh, and they're shutting down the portion that runs in between Brooklyn and Manhattan. It'll still be running in Brooklyn, uh, but just up until Bedford Avenue. So I'm curious as to how that is going to affect uh, the the business of this, Whole Foods in particular, or just generally that area, because I guess the next closest one would be the G? I don't know. It's not going to be as easy to get to for, for some. Uh, for me, still be fine. So I'm not I'm not that worried. But anyway, this is a this is I have to say one of my fa it might be my favorite Whole Foods. It's aesthetically pleasing. The layout is great. Selection is is uh, terrific. And it I've never I've never been there and had it be, feel like feel super crowded. Uh, I've been there when there's a lot of people there, but it never feels as overwhelming as other places are under similar conditions for example today i went at about five o'clock so it should have been it should have been bonkers and i had a very relaxing time i was able to sort of meander about uh and just sort of mosey through the store i never felt like i was constantly bumping into anybody i was not surrounded by uh the unwashed masses at any point it was uh yeah, it's never it's never super super crowded. So when you walk into the store on street level, what is before you is um, an escalator. On the other side of the escalator is the checkout with uh, some kombuchas and uh, like bottled water next to it. To your left, immediately though, is a coffee stand slash juice bar with some baked goods. And they have like these really nice looking cupcakes from local bakeries. They have local made pretzels and some other stuff. Uh, and it's a, it's like a really nice little coffee bar. Uh, so you could get yourself a cup of joe right before you start your shopping. Uh, or if you want to just run in and grab something real quick and then get out, uh, that's convenient enough for that. But the, pri- the bulk of the store is underground, uh, which is fairly commonplace. Uh, in New York City. So you go down that escalator into a bucolic and splendorous uh, landscape of of food. Uh, It opens before you. 
get to the bottom of this escalator, uh, and you're smack dab in the middle of the produce section. Now, basically, you could go one of two ways here. You can start in produce, or you can make a left and go into the bakery. Either would be a fine way uh, to shop, but uh, I, I opted for going towards the bakery because this seemed to be the intuitive path of shopping for me for this store in my experience with it in the past. And I think it's a great, the, the way it's laid out, you would kind of snake through the bakery, prepared food section, the grocery department, uh, back into uh, like the bulk area, cheese, meat, dairy, and then produce. And then it's like you go in a big circle, which I think is very smart because if you if you if you go to the left and you kind of start in the bakery, you start in the gross in like the like the packaged goods section of the store, you can end with grabbing your meat and your produce as like the last two things before you go. So that you're you know you're cutting down on the time that um you know your New York strip is uh, sitting uh, outside of a, a chilled temperature controlled environment. But if you wanted to proceed straight and start with the super perishable foods first and then loop back around the other way, it's whatever you want to do. Either way, it's it's a very nice and sensible way to lay out a grocery store. So I saw all this all these produce displays before me, uh, and I was I was excited. I'm like, but I'm, I thought I'm going to get to that later. I, right now, I have other stuff to do. So I go to the left into the bakery. They have so much stuff in this bakery first off they had a a stand uh that sold like halva and uh, uh sesame stuff which was unique i haven't seen that at other whole foods um they have uh, a lot of different cakes and cupcakes and uh, a little display of of cookies they had a table in the bakery it was set up as an independent display. And the table was devoted exclusively to breakfast pastries. Now, I see something like this, and I have to think to myself, okay, they've got my number. I love a breakfast pastry so God damn much. I to to start a day, to start a day with the carbohydrate, and and I know people are down on bread and carbs. It's like, oh, it all turns into sugar. Yeah, that that I'm I'm fine with that. This is it, it, that that's what gets me through the day. Does it not? I'm not a nutritionist, but look at the French. They start the day. They eat like an entire baguette for breakfast. Um, have like three cups of espresso, and they're healthy people. They they live long long lives. They drink wine and eat cheese all day, uh, and we should be more like them. But breakfast, uh, baked goods are some of the most delightful, comforting things to me. Such as the what what they had on this uh, on this display. They had muffin tops. I I don't know how I feel uh, about muffin tops exactly the um the 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 food stuff not the uh somewhat derogatory uh uh way to describe somebody's body the muffin tops seem a bit lazy to me i guess it's like why not just eat a whole muffin um what are you fooling yourself uh and also the muffin tops that they have there i mean these things are the size of frisbees there's no way the bottom of that this was clearly made just they just made the top part which should be a different thing you just made a little flat cake is what you made uh it's not like they made these gigantic muffins and then ripped the tops off of them i mean these things are like manhole covers um but they had all kinds of different flavors they had lemon poppy seeds you got your blueberry they had pumpkin they looked yummy as hell what can i say i I, even though i think they're a little unnecessary as uh as a baked good and cinnamon rolls uh cinnamon rolls are 
very good. They had and they had like little mini ones and they with like the uh somewhat glossy looking frosting and then they had some of these big thick cinnamon rolls just dolloped with uh a frosting that had a bit more of a matte finish. It looked very uh looked very sugary and it looked like it was really caked on. Oh man, they had coffee cake, bunt cake, I I want to Scrooge McDuck style jump into a pile of like coffee cake crumbs and just eat my way out. Coffee cake is great. And seeing all this made me think about eating breads for breakfast. You know, a lot of people start the day with a croissant or something like that. And as I was thinking about this, I, I feel like if you were to run the statistics of my life, just uh, like like advanced metrics of like how many steps I've taken or how many hours I've lived or how much time I've spent sleeping, if you were to calculate what food I have eaten more than any other food, I think bagels might be the top slot. I feel like I've probably eaten more bagels in my lifetime than any other food, say um, mashed potatoes or uh, asparagus, steak, even ice cream. Uh, I've probably, yeah, I've probably had more bagel. I eat a bagel, I want to say, at least four times a week for breakfast. I don't know if it's the most healthy way to start a day, but it's... Uh, I don't know. I, I like it. Don't take it from me. I'm in a weird headspace. I don't know why I'm getting down on my breakfast proclivities. Bagels are fine. There's nothing wrong with eating a bagel for breakfast. Anyway, so next to the bakery is sort of the salad bar, hot bar, prepared foods area. A respectable looking salad bar. Basic as far as the other Whole Foods you've been to, they have a lot of... Uh, different greens and you know i don't know it's it's nothing it's nothing special uh now they had soup in pretty good variety the the kinds of soup that they had tonight were chicken noodle autumn bounty not sure what that is mom's chicken noodle ancient grain broccoli cheddar Pumpkin curry bisque, mushroom and barley, and carrot ginger. Now, that's a lot of different soups. And I'm not sure I'm thrilled about how it was organized. Here's why. The soups were sort of on... They were embedded into a table that were, uh, probably had some sort of heating units underneath it. But it was a rectangular table. Let's say four, three and a half, four feet off the ground or something. And if you're like me, when you go to get some soup, that some from like like pre-made soup from a, a like a grocery store, it's a bit of a process because you you have you must waft. You have to waft. You have to go around to every single one of these big bubbling pots of soup. Open up the lid. Wave your hand towards your face a few times to get a little bit of smell a smell of what's inside. This is a uh this is a right that is bestowed upon us as consumers. It is a responsibility because uh, beyond tasting it the best way to make your soup choice in this situation to make an informed decision is to open up the pot, you know, you got to check under the hood, see uh, how much is left in there. Are you getting, are you scraping what's left at the bottom of the pot? Give it a little whiff, try and pick up on the differences. They have chicken noodle soup. They also have mom's chicken noodle soup. What's the difference between the two of those? You can read the ingredients or you can check with your nose. And I'm glad that that rhymed. Did not intend for it to rhyme. But I'm glad that it turned out that way. Uh, and so again, you got to go around to every single one of these at least once. I, if I'm, if I am, uh, purchasing soup, I am smelling every single one of these pots of soup at least twice, uh, sometimes three times. I would say you got to do it for like a normal person. I would say 
do once unless you're you know a freak like me and you gotta uh up your up your smells i i I have i have a pretty strong sense of smell and that it informs my decisions as far as buying soup and this table unit that it was in was just a little too close to the ground i really had to bend over to get a whiff of these things and you know you try to be you try to be subtle about it you don't want to be because you there's a there's a decor there's a level of decorum that's necessary you can't just stick your entire face into the pot of soup and you know take a big whiff and then you know you pull your head out and you're wiping your nose and people don't know if you know you got gunk in your eyes or if you sneezed while you were in there or something like that uh so you you try to you, you make no bones about it you're doing what you're doing but you try to be polite you know you might just gently lean in a little bit and uh, that's why you gotta, you know, wave the hand to move the smell up to your, to your snooter. But with these, you know, the angle at which I'm bending over, you'd think I, you know, found my lucky penny on the ground, for God's sakes. Uh, and, uh, the rectangular setup, I think, lends itself to, uh, sort of cramping the space if you are smelling soup with other people like if i'm i was i was thankfully alone uh around the the soup but if there were other people there i'd be you know i'm throwing elbows i don't i can't guarantee everyone's safety as i'm as i'm making my purchase i've seen these kinds of displays at other whole foods that are sort of arranged in a circular manner it's a little higher up off the ground um which is probably safer for children and I think that works a little better because then in the middle, that's where you put the containers um, so people can, you know, ladle up their soup. And, you know, if you're smart, you put a little a basket of cornbread or something in there so people could, or, you know, and then you've got the oyster crackers, etc. So uh, points off for uh, a design flaw as far as that is uh, set up, but I have to say it's a great selection and they did, they, it was, none of these soups, were, they weren't out of any of these. So that's great. Um, add, add that to, I guess you can, over the course of these episodes, I feel like you can eventually construct a full hour of me talking about soup just from clipping things together. That'll, that'll, that'll be like a bonus content. Okay, next, so we move into the aisles of the grocery or packaged foods area. And the first aisle was uh, like chips and snacks, pretzels, etc. This was really well organized. They went from chips to popcorns to pretzels. Everything was organized by brand. You had the 365 together. You had uh, your uh, Stacy's pita chips together. Uh, you know, uh, that's all that's all fine and good. I always, I didn't buy, I didn't buy any chips or snacks, but that tends to be the thing that I, uh, buy more than I need of. And part of that is because, um, sometimes I'll make a list when I go grocery shopping. Oftentimes I don't. And the real thing I need to do is make a list of what I have at home because, uh, you know, you, you think with, you make a grocery list so that you don't get home and realize that you forgot like one the one thing that you really needed. A more common occurrence for me is I, uh, you know, we'll see that like olive oil is on sale. I'll be like, great, I got it. Oh, I'm out of olive oil. And so I'll get it and realize that I have a full bottle at home. And that's not such a bad situation because that's not going to go bad. I can just leave it on the shelf and, you know, work through my first bottle and then not have to get it later. Sometimes I'll do that with perishable goods, like, oh, I didn't realize I already had a head of broccoli in my fridge. Uh, so that's kind of a bummer, because then you gotta, you know, you gotta burn through that pretty quickly before it's, uh, before it goes bad. Uh, what did that have to do with chips? Oh, I often get more chips than I need, because I'm like, oh, it's a snack, I, should, I like snacks, and then I get home and realize I have like three or four bags of chips already that just, uh, I haven't even eaten yet, because I, I always think I'm gonna snack more than I do. When I do snack, I tend, I tend to go for the sweet, not so much the salty. Every now and then the salty, uh, but you gotta be, you gotta be smart about that stuff. You can't ingest too much sodium late at night. You wake up uh, sweating, uh, clamoring for uh, 
for for water. That happens to me more now that I'm in my what would you say mid I guess mid 20s, mid to late 20s. I'd say mid 20s. There are subtle changes of the body that occur and uh tolerance for certain foods at certain hours of the night has gone out the window for me, which is um tragic because for I want to say ages like, you know, 14 to 21, 22, I was just a real monster as far as I could eat almost anything at any time in any quantity. Although I didn't have a super robust appetite. But now I, you know, I, you know, have a sandwich before I have a sandwich in bed and I I wake up uh, just with, with like night terrors, sweating bullets, gasping for water. Uh, time, time comes for us all. So anyway, uh, moving into the frozen foods section, the frozen foods run alongside the aisles. So I was kind of intermittently checking those out as I was zigzagging through the aisles. Now in the frozen food section, they have a little area designated specifically for babies and kids. Uh, and here they had like the, the little, you know, Dr. Prager's kale fries, quesadillas, dino chicken nuggets. It was adorable and reminded me of all the funny things that they would shape food into when I was uh, a wee lad. Uh, I, I, oh, I was just very charmed. I was very charmed by this little, uh, this little section for the kiddos. Um, so mom and dad, if you're bringing your kids to Williamsburg Whole Foods, you send them right to the frozen food section. Have them pick out a dino nugget. Tell them Uncle Rod sent them. Oh, oh boy. That's that's creepy. The next aisle was a bit of a hodgepodge. You had baby food, coconut water, granola, juice boxes. Uh, I think just uh, random things that didn't fit anywhere else, perhaps. Um it, it, I mean it was fine, it was finely stocked, you know, they they were doing their best. I had no, I had no complaints. I, I walked down that aisle, and when I got to the end of it, though, they had a little end cap with advent calendars. Now, I have spoken almost every episode about how I am upset that uh, we are celebrating Christmas too early, and that autumn Thanksgiving is not getting its due. We are so close to Thanksgiving. I am so excited for Thanksgiving. You would not believe. Uh, I'm going to go home and see my family. Uh, we're going to party. It's going to be great. Going to eat a lot. Ugh. But I was pretty tickled to see that they had these advent calendars. For those who don't know, uh, an advent calendar is uh, something that it, uh, I guess it's, well, it's tech, yeah, it would be within the Catholic tradition. Advent is a season of the liturgical calendar. In the Roman Catholic faith, it is the four weeks leading up to Christmas. And so they have these things, I believe they are German in origin, uh, called Advent calendars, which is uh, these little boxes that have uh, little little windows that you open, like these little flaps that you pull back, one for each day of Advent. And there's a little piece of chocolate in there and like a, a picture of a uh, a present or a Christmas angel or whatever it is. When I was in high school, I was in, I took German for my foreign language and the German club, which you were sort of required to be a part of uh, if you were in German class, our fundraiser was to sell advent calendars um, to, you know, whomever. So we were all given, I want to say like 15 advent calendars and you had to, or maybe it was like, it was probably like 10 and I, you just had to sell 10 or something like that. And I was a real schmuck. I would, I, we would get them and I would like eat one in class <laughs> and uh, say, I'll pay for it myself because they were only five bucks. Um, but I was deliberately shirking my duties. Anyway, the, I bought one of these, uh, because I guess advent's coming up and, uh, I'm I I'll be surprised if the calendar actually makes it to the beginning of Advent. I feel like I'm probably just gonna eat it bit by bit um before 
before the season is upon us, before we start lighting those candles. Three purple, one pink. So anyway, move past the advent calendars, uh, and then not on the next aisle, but on a display on the... Uh, so, like, there's... Uh, the uh, the aisles are running horizontally, par like, parallel on either side of them. Think of it like a ladder, like the two... The tall parts... Oh, I'm not really explaining this well, am I? Draw a ladder. Pull out a piece of paper. Um, I'll give you a second. Okay, do you have paper? Do you have something... Maybe or either that or find the nearest window. Breathe on it so that you can draw in the condensation and draw a ladder. Okay, the rungs of the ladder are the aisles. The left post of the ladder, there's probably a technical term for it, uh, is the frozen food section. The right one is uh, 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 crackers crisps and a, a variety of uh, of random stuff that I'm about to tell you. I just needed to explain where it was geographically and I took a very roundabout way of, of doing so. Uh, so they have the crackers and um, you know Melville Rounds and Annie's Cheddar Bunnies and stuff. Next to that is some like sweets which was kind of nice and some chocolate. And then it sort of transitions into tea, which wasn't near the coffee, which I found interesting. But it was fine. They had a good tea selection. On sale this week, they had uh, traditional medicinals for $3.99. Get yourself some throat coat. Get yourself some smooth move um, if you're uh, backed up as far as your bowels are concerned. I think that's a great name for um, a laxative tea, smooth move. Uh, nice to know the people at Traditional Medicinals don't take themselves too seriously. So once you move past the T, the next aisle, so a rung of the ladder, if you will, you got your olive oils, you got your vinegars, balsamic and otherwise. You got pasta, you've got canned tomatoes, pasta sauces. Now, somebody had spilled a bottle of vinegar. I... Based on a, a nose test, I'm going to say it was balsamic vinegar. It was really pungent and uh, was stinking up the whole aisle. I didn't mind it. And I, you know, assumed it was probably a, a customer or something. They were doing their best to clean it up, but paints a picture. Move, so I move down this aisle and get to, there's more frozen stuff at the other end of the aisle, your entrees. I got some frozen burritos. Um, they had uh, your frozen vegetables. Who gives a shit? The next aisle over was grains, rice, pickles, condiments, canned goods, salad dressing. All nicely organized. You know, um, This is where I think you should be really looking into like the the 365 brands of stuff. What's the difference between like 365 brand rice and regular rice? Or like a more I don't know, Lundberg or or more identifiable brand. I uh, I don't know. It this is the, this is the stuff that keeps me up at night. I don't know. Anyway, so you move through that aisle. The next one is pet food cleaning supplies. So much water. They had bottled water in every potential unit you could think of from the big like drums of it for the like water dispenser machines. Bottled water, you had your mineral water, your San Pellegrinos, your LaCroix, your Saratoga Sparkling. Uh, it was all there. It was all there. And at the end of that, we're back in the frozen section where they have, uh, everybody knows my favorite part of the frozen food section, your desserts. Now, they had a great selection of some premium ice creams, and they also had some cheaper stuff, which was basically limited to Whole Foods 365 brand ice cream, which I haven't tried yet. Not a lot of this stuff was on sale, and that's always a good... Uh, you, why not have ice cream on sale every week? It's such a... 
you know, Nike, even if it's like like $1 off, I will buy it. I'm If I see a sign, I always want it and I will buy it even if it's like not that great a deal. Like I bought Ample Hill, Ample Hills was on sale and it was still like $8 for a pint, which is, I mean, it's premium stuff. Uh, but I got, uh, I got ooey gooey butter cake and I'm going to, I'm going to do a, a quick little taste of it. And I know that eating on mic is probably a bad idea, but this, um, as soon as I started recording this episode, I, I've just, I've been thinking nonstop about this, uh, this ice cream, um, which I'll read, what does the description say on top? So it's the smoothest, creamiest vanilla ice cream with gobs of St. Louis ooey gooey butter cake pieces. Now, I don't know that I've ever had a, maybe, you know, maybe I have had butter cake, um, Oh my God, this consistency is perfect because I, it started to melt on the way home and then I stuck it in the freezer and now it's like, it's no, it's no longer melted, but it's like not fully frozen again. So let's, let's, let's have a taste. Oh my God. Wow. Um, oh, that is. The, uh, the consistency of the ice cream is so light and creamy, and the butter cake is, um, it tastes exactly how you would think a butter cake would taste. Um, oh my god. This is, okay. I need, I need to put this away because I, I have so much serotonin flowing through me right now that all I want to do is stop recording and just eat the shit out of this ice cream, so for the sake of productivity... I need to stop. Okay, I just paused for a second so that I could put that stuff back in the freezer. And I guess the rest of... Oh, God. The rest of this... Uh, the rest of this episode will just be in the glow, the afterglow of those few spoonfuls of ice cream. Good Lord. Bravo to the good people at Ample Hills. A Brooklyn-based company. So anyway. After Frozen... You, the next, I, I, it's, um, it's not quite an aisle, but the, 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 you reach the, a wall of the store. So it's the end of one aisle and then it's the side of one aisle. And then along the wall, other wall is sort of like their, their whole body section. So, you know, your personal care products, your soaps, your shampoos, your, uh, salves, ointments, uh, snake oils. And this one is set up great. They have they have everything, and it's in not a, a huge amount of space. I've been to places. I've been there's a Whole Foods that has an entire separate store, um, for Whole Body, and I feel like I find what I need at this place more. Um, uh, so they, you know, had all kinds of different skincare stuff, different lotions, whatever. They have this is a plus for me bunch of scented candles we've already established i like to smell stuff as um evidenced by my 15 minute uh diatribe on on how you should smell soup if there's you know a display of scented candles or scented soaps i'll just stand there and smell them i'm not i probably won't buy but i'll i'll um i'll give a sniff i did buy a candle at this uh, at this very whole foods once um it and it's actually lit on my desk right now. It's a tobacco scented, a lovely scent. Um, but I think I got it on sale and I was not looking to pay like $22 for a scented candle today. So I, uh, you know, got a little, did a little sampling uh, with my with my nose, but moved on past that into the next, oh, before we get to the next area. Again, I have spoken out about Christmas stuff in the stores, the Christmas creep. But they had a little display in the like a whole body section that had, it was like it was like wrapping paper, which was fine. But they had on this little Christmas end cap display. Uh, I should mention they sell they sometimes sell clothing in like the the whole body section. They had a little, uh, they had a little onesie for an infant. These look to be like little Christmas pajamas, and they were so 
freaking cute. Uh, the, the, these little these little babies pajamas. They were very Christmassy. Uh, they weren't, and it wasn't any of that stupid like uh like uh Santa's little uh I almost said Santa's little helper, but that's the name of the dog on The Simpsons. You know the ones where it's like it's you'll 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 see some of these baby clothes that are making fun of the baby. They're like I was I'm on the naughty list this year, haha, because I you know took a shit um in my diaper, and it's like. I, that's that's crass. This one was nice and dignified. It had a nice Christmas pattern on it. It had uh you could put little like the, like on on the cuffs of the um the wrists and the ankles. You could cover the the little little tiny baby hands and feet with these uh with these little these little almost like mitten like things. Oh my gosh. Uh you know, it seems like it would make a great gift. Like I wish I had um somebody in my life who had a baby that I could that I could get get this as a gift for I would I would feel I would feel very proud of that purchase as a gift uh if that were the case I, do I have anybody that I should um if you're my friend and you're pregnant and you're expecting soon reach out to me via email and I will go back and I'll get that I'll get that thing for your little for your, uh for your, your um uh, what do you call him? Uh, child, your up your upcoming child. <laughs> that's that's what you say when someone's expecting. You say you've got an upcoming child. So anyway, after that, you, you get into the bulk grains and otherwise section. This bulk section was off the chain. It's better than I've seen in any other Whole Foods store. They had different kinds of flour. They had sugar. They had Almond flour, they had almonds, they had, um, you know, lentils, they had dry red lentils, green lentils, um, you got all kinds of rice, you got different kinds of grains, different kinds of granolas, anything you could possibly imagine in those big shoots that you could dump into a bag, they had them. They had three or four different kinds of nut butter, you had like honey roasted peanuts, you had regular peanuts, dark chocolate, almond butter, regular almond butter, my god. It was a, a, a an embarrassment of riches going into this. Um, so if you if you live uh, if you live waste free, uh, and you prefer to buy in bulk, head on down to this this little uh, this little bulk sh- section. You're going to be very very pleased. Next, you're moving into the meat department where they had they had a little display of cured meats. They had some extraordinarily tempting looking prosciutto. I I've come to accept that. Uh, cured meats are a, a real vice of mine. I had some. I've. I, I mentioned. I mentioned earlier. You know, eating things that uh, you know upset my sleep. I had some prosciutto a couple of weeks ago that was so good. I had dreams in which I uh, like confronted my mortality. It had. It, it was. Uh, it was like I had done DMT or something. That's how good uh, this prosciutto was. I did not get any prosciutto today. Maybe, maybe next time. Oh, man. Uh, alongside these cured meats, they had a respectable olive bar. They had an antipasti bar. I took a photograph of it. I'm going to post it. I'll post the picture of it. Um, I mean, a great selection. This is also next to the cheese, um, the cheese area where they had a wide selection of cheese. I saw a little display that had um, different kinds of cheese, a couple different kinds of cured meats, some dark chocolate. Ba- basically, like, uh, go here if you want to assemble a real kick-ass charcuterie board. Um, and can, can't we all agree that charcuterie is great? Moving on from cheese, we move into the beer section. Great selection of craft brews, local stuff, great cider selection. They had stuff in a cooler case and then stuff not in a cooler case if you want to buy it and take it home and cool it yourself. Do whatever you want with the beer. Um, I don't know why I drifted into that accent while talking about beer. Beer transitioned seamlessly into dairy. Now, what was smart about this dairy section is something that I've seen at other, at, at other stores uh, rarely, but uh, I think it's a great idea when they do it, is 
you open the door to a cooler to grab your milk and the back and the back end of that cooler goes into wherever they store the the milk so when they're stocking it they can just load it up from the back and not get in anyone's way so dairy was well stocked um you continue along the dairy wall and then you're in the meat section the meat department uh everything i mean whole foods has great meat it was all fresh looking they were restocking some of it so i was not able to find chicken thighs if i wanted chicken thighs but um they had plenty plenty of other stuff and it it all yeah it was all like nice and fresh i think they have correct me if i'm wrong but a area in here where you can like purchase larger parts of a cow or a pig or something like that to take with you that you might not be able to get elsewhere sort of like a butcher area um i should have figured out what the function of that was when i was there but as we all know i'm not good at this moving on from meat we go into seafood where it's a similar situation baby they got all kinds of fresh fish it's all looking good it's looking fishy no uh mind-blowing displays like the one that i saw at um harlem whole foods but you know you can't you can't win them all next we move into uh produce so much it's so spacious there was so much stuff that they had there um between the the cases and the bunkers and everything on uh you know in the middle um oh man they had they had an end cap though that had um some random stuff in there and they had pumpkin hummus which i blanched at initially but then i thought about it i'm like is it good have you had pumpkin hummus? If you've tried pumpkin hummus, reach out and say hello and tell me whether or not it was good. Uh, now, at this point, I realized I had forgotten to grab some uh, frozen broccoli, so I head back over to the frozen vegetables and do not see any frozen broccoli. And I spend several minutes trying to find, find it because here's something else that was at play. I was hungry. And... They say you shouldn't grocery shop when you're hungry because you'll be looking at all this food and think, oh, I could eat all of this, and then you'll get too much. That wasn't so much of a problem with me here. I was just sort of uh, starting to kind of shut down physically because uh, I needed food, and uh, I don't. I probably don't get enough of a caloric intake. I I probably like as soon as soon as I need to eat it's it becomes like a pressing need and it, it like i can't think about anything else so i was not running on all cylinders mentally speaking at this point so spent like a full eight minutes like looking through the frozen stuff to try to find broccoli thinking that maybe they just don't have any after a while which I was really going to dock them but then as i was moving towards the escalator i see a uh a bunker display that had a bunch it had a bunch of frozen broccoli in it so i found my frozen broccoli it was situated next to some frozen bone broth which i think is cool that they have um broth i i think is gonna get bigger this year it's been po i've seen there is a there is a place in the west village that just sells bone broth that i've been to before it's I mean, it's a great winter treat, and it's good. Good, it's good for you, right? I don't know. It could just be a trendy thing that I'm latching onto, but they had frozen bone broth at, at Whole Foods, uh, which was great. Another trend. This was something else that I think I'm. I think I might uh, be a big thing soon. Was they had an end cap with all this popcorn, and it was like cardamom uh, brown butter flavored popcorn i think this could be the year of brown butter brown butter is great we have known this for a long time it has long been a quiet staple of you know some perhaps more down-home style cooking uh, a lot of my experience well the most recent experience i had with brown butter was uh 
a meal that was prepared and uh, that I consumed with a bunch of Amish people. I was in Amish country. What I was doing there, I will not uh, articulate at this time. That's for a different episode. But they had like brown butter mashed potatoes and like they used it in something else. And like this, it's like brown butter is great. Brown butter is great. And it is the time of year where brown butter should be implemented into at least one meal a day, as far as I'm concerned. Um, so anyway, I didn't get any bone broth, got my broccoli. Uh, they in I, At this point, I am basically back in the prepared food section, and they have this thing. Oh, what the hell was it called? Uh, it was something that looked to be an installation within the store called dish saucery um and it's like it's like a build a thing where you get you get you pick a protein and you have your two sides and i was like okay maybe i'll try this and i stood there for like what felt like a full seven or eight minutes while someone else was like cutting turkey and nobody talked to me so I was like, okay, I guess I'll just go to the hot bar instead. Because uh, at this point, I'm in like a hunger-induced um, stupor. And I wander around the hot bar, and I don't see anything that I like. And I'm like, I'm just going to, uh, I'll eat something on the way back to the train. Now, I will detail what I ate later. But uh, I move back upstairs, send my card up the escalator. There's like no line at the checkout, which is amazing. Go through cash. I the cashier was. Uh, I always like it when they say, "Would you? How many bags would you like?" Because sometimes you can uh, do like a full court press and try and get it all into one bag, or you split it in between two. And I said, "One one would be great if we got to do two. That's no problem." And she was able to fit it all into one comfortably. It was uh, very skillful. So I had a great cashier, uh, and then I left. Now. Because I don't want to leave you hanging as far as, uh, you know, the state of hunger that I was in, next next door, like a block over, I went to uh, Joe's Pizza, which is a, uh, I guess, a, a New York staple. And it's just like, I mean, I, I there's one in, I think the original is on Carmine Street in like the West Village or something. They have one on 14th and they have one here in Williamsburg. And... I love in a pizza place when they have just like a bunch of sun-faded photos of famous people who have eaten there over the years. I believe this was where they filmed, um, or it was in Ajo's Pizza that they filmed um, Tobey Maguire's scenes from Spider-Man 2, um, where he works in the pizza place and he's trying to balance being Spider-Man and, you know, uh, living life. But I ordered, so I ordered a couple of slices and I'm looking at some of these photos and they have, you know, photos of celebrities. They've got various accolades from like food blogs or, or whatever. I don't know if, or, you know, where it would be like the 25 best slices in New York, according to, you know, a newsletter that a homeless man makes and distributes on, you know, uh, the 14th Street um, train platform. But one... One of these was um, an excerpt of something, some, some sort of interview with Kevin Bacon. The heading says 24 Hours to Live. Kevin Bacon, August 28, 2007. I'm assuming this is a sort of interview where they present you with a hypothetical of uh, what would you do if you had 24 hours to live. And they included an excerpt from this article next to a uh, bad picture of Kevin Bacon. Like, he, he looks very stoic, but not in, like, a, a great way. I'm going to read to you what it says. Um, the, the, the publication asks, so how do you want to go? Kevin Bacon responds, I know it's a cliche, but I've heard of guys having heart attacks during sex. The idea of coming and going at the same time is very appealing to me. Gonna let that one sink in for a minute. Let's all think about the fact that he said this to a journalist. <laughs> the next question was, will your heart attack have a soundtrack? And he said, I'd love to hear Golden Slumbers carry that weight and the end from Abbey Road. 
So now I'm very confused because those that seems like a great like that seems like a good music to die to. <laughs> I guess. I mean, the last song is called "The End." Um, I guess he didn't want to hear Her Majesty, but um, given the answer to his previous question, I'm I'm really scratching my head trying to visualize everything that's going on. The third and final question, they they printed this in bold. It says, what about your last meal? Kevin Bacon says, a slice of pizzas from Joe's on Carmine Street in New York City. Now, I don't know if I'm, if I'm Joe's Pizza, I don't know if I want to display this necessarily because we can assume that he, um, Kevin Bacon is, you know, jokingly saying, I'd like to die during sex. Um, at least I, I hope that was, I hope that was, I hope he wasn't answering that sincerely because that would be, uh, that would seem incredibly douchey. Um, but then to have, like, what's, like, would you not then assume that maybe there was, like, a little tongue-in-cheek or sarcasm in the answer to the question, what would you want your last meal to be? And you're like, oh, yeah, a slice of pizza from Joe's on Carmine Street. I wonder if that's how he said it. This was... Above a, um, on, it was on the wall above a napkin dispenser, and I'm going to describe this napkin dispenser to you. It had a napkin coming out of the top of it, and on the side of it, there was a, a space that clearly, <laughs> clearly they are trying to get people to advertise on the side of, the, of a napkin dispenser. And instead of just saying advertise here, it is a picture of another napkin dispenser, a hand pulling a napkin out of the napkin dispenser, and on the side of the napkin dispenser in the picture, it says advertise here, which I thought was like six unnecessary steps. Um, and so I was, I, I was filling my belly and laughing at Kevin Bacon and this weird napkin dispenser, and it was a, a, positive, a positive end to my trip to Whole Foods. I got to get, oh boy, what am I going to give this one? I I struggle with the grading because I feel like they've all been so positive with the exception of um, the last episode and I don't want to, I don't want to weaken, I may need to revise some of these. I'm giving this one an A+. It's a, it's a great grocery store. The layout is fantastic. The selection is good. It's never crowded. It's in a convenient location. What more do you need? Ugh. Maybe I should bump it down to a, a regular A because uh, Amazon is uh, uh, slowly taking over the world. I don't know. Is that the individual store's fault? They were there before Amazon. They had baby pajamas. What can I say? Okay, so that's that's it for this for this week. Um, thanks for for sticking around to the end. If you did, uh, please rate, uh, subscribe, review. Uh, we're I, I now have this up on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, basically anywhere you get your podcasts. So if you want to recommend it to somebody, all those options are available to them. Please uh, follow the official Instagram account for the show. That should be up and running by the time this airs. Uh, anyway, thank you all. Happy shopping. <laughs>